0: My name is Espri Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community, podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy.
2: Hi, I'm Trisha Hoke. I'm the CEO of Modern Brands, which is a WordPress for fashion. I'm based in Culver city. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It is for me, like, I think putting that face on and being like personable and like not saying the wrong thing, like it felt like such another language to me. And I still don't think I have it. But what I kind of have deduced and and gotten to now that I, I just made the money and built it myself is I was like, I don't really have to, you know, like You're either going to get me or you're not. And if you don't get me, at least we're figuring it out in 15 minutes. It took me, though, like probably a whole year to get myself there. So it sounds really healthy now, but it wasn't so healthy in the beginning. I was like,
0: why don't they like me? (laughs) I know that feeling. Are you from L.A. originally?
2: I'm not. I'm from Denver. And then I moved to L.A. I don't know. I moved to New York. And then I was New York, LA, New York, LA. And then I moved to LA.
0: And what made you choose LA? What inspired the move to LA? Um, mostly just
2: LA is still a great manufacturing sector. And so I moved here with a startup I was working for that was also in apparel. It's still got, even outside of New York, New York has great, like small fashion factories and a lot of stuff going on. But LA is just, there. there's something special here still that the rest of the country um, doesn't have as far as manufacturing. It's, it's still got some stuff. Drives me crazy sometimes, but.
0: (laughs) And if, sorry. (laughs) No, no, please. And if someone was going to land in LA today for tech to get involved, to create a startup, what would you suggest they do? Where should they go? What resource can they find to help propel them in their career?
2: Oh, you know, I don't know la tech honestly like i found you and i was so excited because i feel like unless you're like gonna go bro down in santa monica forever it's it's a little bit harder to find people than it was in new york and Denver. la so spread out you know where you got like culver city and santa monica and manhattan beach and, and we have all these different places that are all like little cities in itself and it's not like there's one place to kind of go but I do think Twitter's great. I think, um, you know, just connecting with people uh, through I, I met a bunch of founders through some event. What was it? Oh, it was like a, a YC thing that I went to and then decided that wasn't for me. But I met some cool founders there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I also have this really weird experience where I came out here specifically for fashion industry stuff. So I've been a lot in my own lane out here. So it was really exciting to find what you're doing, which is bringing a lot of people together. It's it's been awesome. Awesome! Yay! I'm so Thanks happy. Thanks for having me. By the way,
0: yeah, of course. And you know, LA is such a big place. So I love to ask, like, what is a hike that you recommend that we go on? I've come from Colorado,
2: so hiking in LA is a little weird for me. It feels like you know, you're just walking down a desert, beating hot sun trail, I'm like, why are we doing this? Let's go get drinks. So I, I, I'm not much of a hiker. I will tell you, I lived in LA for like, three, four years without a car. And I worked downtown in the fashion district. So I was I, I was walking to the expo line all the time. So that's my that's my LA hiking experience. <laughs>
3: Hi, I'm Tatiana Mulry, General Partner and Co-Founder of Steamwork Ventures, a Series C to Series A venture firm based in Culver City. Yeah, working in technology and banking for over 20 years, there have been some obstacles. One of them has not been a line at the ladies room in any convention center, any, any conference ever. Like I've always had free access to as many stalls as I needed. You know, I think my biggest obstacle was feeling like I had to operate in a way that wasn't authentically me and finding a style that could um, be acceptable to run these massive teams of mostly men from every culture. You know, I was running remote teams before there was really remote uh, access. A lot of my team. Um, mates were in different regions and my technology team was in um, St. Louis and I was in New York. And so I would fly out every two weeks to remain in contact with them and show solidarity with them and really get to know them. But I mean, there were just weird things like coworkers who would say, let's go to have lunch at Hooters or let, you know, let's go to a, this kind of bar. And I'm like, dude, I can see that stuff anytime I want. I don't need to go do that. Like what was the way that I could remain in authority and friendly with them and like joke that off and still keep going. Right. And I mean, none of, none of that would be acceptable now, right. There would be different language for it now than there was 20 years ago, but I somehow had to figure out how to push my way through some of those really awkward weird things and um at the same time as I was doing all that stuff at Mastercard I had three kids and that was really uh fun and interesting I basically just didn't let it be an in- uh, an issue we just never discussed it I never discussed my family I never discussed my plans other than saying I'm you know definitely continuing it just was a piece of me I couldn't bring to work, even though it was visible (laughs) and obvious that I was super pregnant, right? Um, And so, yeah, that just felt like it was a big part of my life was shut off. And it was something that I felt like I dressed and acted like a man for 20 years to get through this industry. And so when I come to this new era and everybody is very very much about emphasizing, you know, their femininity or their sexual identity, their gender identity. It's like, what? We're talking about that now? I I really struggle in a lot of ways. Not that I'm not an ally of anybody who wants to express themselves in any way, but I just never had access to that. I really felt like that was a part of me that I couldn't bring to work. And I am super grateful and happy that the discussion is opening up a new way of being at work, but I'm still navigating that myself. So I really, you know, I feel like we are blessed that lots of people came before us to open doors, like our, my parents and my mom and, uh, you know, others in her generation really did a lot for me. And I'm hoping that me pushing through (laughs) is going to do a lot for the next generation too. And yeah, but there's just a lot a lot to navigate there. You know, how can we all be ourselves at work and and demand that we be seen for our talents and not just our gender?
1: Hi, this is Lauren Wong, founder and CEO of The Flex Company. We're creating a more comfortable period for everyone. And I'm coming to you from Topanga. So I'm not allowed to say guarantee for like legal reasons, (laughs) but... What I can tell you is, we have made over eighty million discs, and we our discs have never been linked to TSS. Our cups have never been linked to TSS. Um, the the thing about tampons and TSS and why tampons and tampons I think by and large generally are pretty safe. So uh, if you like follow instructions and you don't leave it in for too long and use the proper absorbency, you should be fine. Generally speaking, um, TSS is caused by a strain of Staph bacteria that is if it's found outside of your skin, it doesn't harm you. But if it gets um, in your bloodstream, it can harm you. And so when you put a tampon inside of your body, cotton is an organic material and an organic material can promote the growth of toxic bacteria. And if you leave it in for too long and those bacteria, if you happen to have that bacteria on the tampon, or if you have like a small abrasion from the cotton going inside of your vagina, it doesn't matter if it's a regular tampon, organic tampon, they're all cotton. That is what can promote the growth of that bacteria, which can lead to TSS. And I think on the yeast infection side, tampons don't cause yeast infections for everyone. They did cause yeast infections for me because they can disrupt the flora and like the pH of your vagina because you're basically holding the blood inside of your vaginal canal against your vaginal walls for hours on end versus a cup or a disc. It's collecting the fluid. It's not absorbing anything. It's made out of body safe materials that um, are used in all different types of medical devices, right? Over and over and over again in hospitals, like millions of people per day. And so we know that these materials don't promote the growth of that toxic bacteria. And that's what makes the difference. And that's why you can wear this product for 12 hours. So it's disposable like a tampon, but it you end up using two per day versus, you know, 18 to 21 tampons per cycle. So it creates a lot less waste as well.
0: I love it. You know, as I've said many times, who is someone that's given you advice that has truly helped accelerate you throughout your career? What's that piece of advice that they've given you?
1: Yeah. My co-founder who is now my husband, he's on our board, but we we don't work together full-time anymore he told me in the early days just to get started, like back when we were friends, he was working in venture capital um, and totally unrelated. He wouldn't invest in my type of company, but (laughs) he seemed really smart and I knew nothing about fundraising. And so I was like, what is LTV? What is cost of acquisition? Like I didn't know any of the words (laughs) and I was always waiting to be, you know, like trying. And he's like, just just go, just start, just get to work. Don't create a perfect strategy. Don't need a business plan. Like you do to some extent, but just literally go out and get started. And that's where like going to those events and having a little booth and doing things manually, going to sororities in the end, like did those things get me on the front page of tech crunch? Absolutely not. But it was like all those micro meetings that over time led to you and I meeting, for example, you know what I mean?
0: Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora. With help from Janice Geronimo.
1: Edited by Corey Jennings.
3: Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll.
0: Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a WeRTech.FM production.